Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's episode, The Rule of 80-20. Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you along your journey, whether you're at the beginning of, in the middle of your weight loss journey, or living in maintenance. Because let's face it, once you lose the weight, then comes the work of keeping it off. And if you want some extra encouragement, you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Alexander. And if you're looking for some recipe ideas, You can follow me on Pinterest. Just search for Gwen Alexander and click the follow button. I usually share on Facebook when I find a recipe and I try it and like it or if I've made any adjustments to it. You may have already heard about what's called the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule means 80% of the time you do something well or really be good and the other 20% you don't worry about it. When it comes to food, 80-20 means to eat healthy 80% of the time, and the other 20% don't worry about it too much. I follow Sean T., who's the inventor of Insanity, and also now he has this Transform 20 workout that he does, and I think he does 85-15, and every Friday it looks like he does a donut day. It's his donut Friday. Now he never says how many donuts he eats, but I think that's his favorite day of the week. In my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, I mentioned how I had to take a 90-10 approach. My eating patterns were so distorted several years ago, I had to try and eat healthy 90% of the time. Yes, it was hard. It was hard when I would go out with friends and I really wanted to order the biggest thing on the menu and any dessert that I wanted. My philosophy used to be when I would go out to eat, Look on the menu for the item I would get the most for the cheapest price. Oh, and don't forget that after I eat that, I would like to get the biggest, most decadent dessert that was available. I didn't care because food made me feel good. And the more food that was piled on my plate, the better it was, or so I told myself. In 2011, when I finally sat down and looked at my life, I knew it was out of control. My relationship with food was not healthy. And now that I think about it, I'm talking about food like it was my friend. I took food and made it into something I was missing in my life. I was missing companionship with people. I was replacing people with food. I was using food to make me feel better even though it was temporary. Food didn't judge me and food didn't talk back to me. Thinking about this made me feel even more depressed about my life. You may say, why in the world, Gwen, did you put yourself through that? I did it because I knew my life couldn't continue the way that it was going. I couldn't keep trying to cover up my pain from my childhood with food. I couldn't keep using food to cover up the pain I felt as a failure in some areas of my life. Can you relate to that? When I decided it was time to change my eating habits, I had to get very strict at that time. I'm not saying that you have to do this, but where I was in my life in 2011, I had to get it together. It didn't happen overnight because a month later, I had stopped logging my food and even trying to do any type of exercise. 
Once again in my mind, I had just failed. Why not just give up? I don't know what happened, but something did. I started logging my food again and getting better at planning workouts. It was a slow process. It was an aggravating process because I wanted to get better right now. And you probably feel the same way. I want it now. I want the weight gone now. I want the life I want right now. I wanted my emotional eating to go away right now. And I wanted the weight gone right now. One of the things I learned is the 90-10 rule is great for a short time, but it can be something that is harder to maintain. Part of the reason I don't go by the 90-10 anymore is I'm not the same person I was in 2011. I'm at a different place in my life. I've learned how to reach out to people when I'm feeling lonely. I have other activities in my life that bring me joy. Podcasting is something I like to do. I thought about quitting it about a year and a half ago, right before I was diagnosed with lupus. During those months that I wasn't able to podcast, I started to miss it. I like hearing from people who have been encouraged through the podcast. I also like dressing up in clothes from different time periods and going to events. Yes, I've had my friends tell me that I'm a nerd. The next thing that I'd like to try is a Sherlock Holmes-themed escape room. For those of you who don't know what an escape room is, You pay to be locked in a room with other people and have to figure out how to escape from it. There are clues that you have to solve to escape from the room before your time is up. If you get out in time, you get to take a picture showing, yay, we succeeded. And if you fail to get out in the time you're supposed to, you take a picture saying you didn't get out. Most of those escape rooms have different themes, so Sherlock Holmes isn't the only one that you can do. I'm already looking for an outfit to wear to this particular escape room. The relationships I have with some of my family has changed for the better, I'm happy to say. I am not ready to talk about a lot of the details, but when I was a child, I had a difficult relationship with my mother. She was dealing with a lot of issues when I was a child that made it difficult for her to be a mother. I admit, I let a lot of what happened to me during that time get to me, but things are better and I don't bring up the past. It's done, and it's time to move on. The point is, the person I was in 2011 is not who I am in 2019. If you look back on your life, you are not the person you were 10 years ago. Did you get better over that time? Only you can answer that question for yourself. What happened in my life is other things filled my life up, so I wasn't turning to food to cope with things. I didn't have to be 90-10 strict. I finally settled into about 80-20 type food life. 80% of the time I try to be healthy, another 20% I have what I want or I don't beat myself up about it. Funny thing is, sometimes I don't want the supposedly bad food. I found my substitutes for the foods I like and those are my go-to. And I've recently found a new go-to that I really enjoy that I just recently shared on my Facebook page. I still have a cupcake sometimes, or a slice of cake. The question you need to ask yourself, are you at a 80-20 or 90-10 time in your life? Are you at a point in your life where food is a way to cope with the things you don't like? Do you mindlessly eat when watching TV or a movie? Are you in control of the food, or is it in control of you? Those of you that listen to this podcast are looking for something different with your weight loss journey. You don't just want to lose the weight. You want to change your overall life. The weight is your starting point. 
Getting your food under control will get you to the other things you want to accomplish in your life. No matter where you are in your life right now, figure out which food percentage you need to be at right now. Maybe it's 90-10, later 80-20, or even, what was it that Sichonti does, 85-15. You know, you have to figure out what your number is. The thing is, don't let the fact you aren't perfect at your eating plan or your physical activity plan stop you from starting. Start wherever. And guess what? You won't be perfect all the time, or even most of the time, and that's okay. Your assignment for the week is figure out what percentage you need to practice your life right now and go with it. If the podcast is helping you, maybe it can help others. I ask that you please share and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or your favorite social media sites. Let me know which percentage that you are going to follow for your food plan and why you chose that number. You can send me an email, gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can send me a message through my website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact button and send me a message that way. Also, while visiting the website, you can order an autographed copy of my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey, and I also have available the Believe and Achieve journal. And the journal is an ebook that you can download. And here's today's quote that I want to leave with you. And the quote is, Food is fuel, not therapy. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.